0: Hi, I'm Joy. Hi, I'm Susan. And this is Girlish Gurus. And Susan, why are we here? We are here to start a conversation about female empowerment and the
1: issues facing women our age at this time, and to have some
0: fun along the way. So, let's get started. Okay. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of Girlish Gurus. Yes, thanks for joining us. Today, we are talking about something that's probably on everyone's minds at this time of year, and that is New Year's resolutions. Oh, boy. (laughs) Well, we have talked a lot about doing this episode. Yes. Because you know, come the first of the year, people are trying to undo the sins of the last holiday season. Right. Or they look back
1: on the year and say, gosh, I should have done this, could have done that. And they look at the first of the year as the opportunity to start fresh and say, okay, I'm going to do better. And here are my ideas. These are going to be my resolutions for 2023. Mm
0: -hmm. Can you believe it, 2023? Wow. Yes, and... It's a tradition, of course, we all talk to each other about. And also, I just think it's something, topic of conversation. Oh, do you have any resolutions this year? Of course, everyone has some of the similar ones. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to... Exercise more. mm -hmm, Pay off all my debt. Yeah. mm -hmm, That That, kind of thing. I think the weight and the
1: exercise are the two biggies.
0: Well, money too. People get through the first of the year and then they start looking at all their... oh my shopping bills from the holiday season, right, that kind of thing. Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: yeah, so a lot of the articles that we research to do this podcast indicate anywhere from 12% to 36% people actually keep their New Year's resolutions, which I think is funny. I think that's actually pretty high. <laughs> I think it is too. I don't know when they're asking them. I wonder right. if it's two months in or like, October <laughs> <laughs> right um, I'm not that's sure, a good question right mm-hmm. but, but anyway it's certainly not a majority of the people that tend to keep the resolutions once they start
0: them right and I think it's become sort of almost like a running joke you set those resolutions And they pretty quickly go by the wayside. We fail in keeping the resolutions and it becomes kind of a joke, right? So January, you're trying to stick to your resolution and by February, you're done. So I think we maybe take an opportunity here to just throw the whole idea of resolutions on the scrap pile. Yeah. And talk a little bit about how to make changes that are going to be sustainable and that long lasting stick to for the long term. Right. Right. Because
1: as you and I've talked about separately, this is really about behavioral changes. Right. Habit changes more Mm -hmm. than anything. Right. You know, they're
0: not little things. No. They're not. And therein lies the crux of the issue. These are not small things. These are behavioral changes, which can be a result of a well-worn pattern that you have developed for any number of reasons. And so, I think that has to be the starting point for any kind of change. And, And I don't think the idea of just setting New Year's resolutions is the best idea, because... I think that what we need to do is take a more honest approach and more of a critical look at why we want to make the changes in the first place. Now, it may be a situation where you have just partied a little too much over the holiday season. You've had one too many cookies or (laughs) whatever, you know, that's what we do during the holidays we eat, we drink, we make merry, we shop, those kinds of things. Right, And maybe you're like, okay, I've come through the holiday season and I just need a little bit of a refresher. That's one thing entirely. If you are of the mindset that in general, the rest of the year you're exercising and you're eating right and budgeting. But if that's not the change that you want to make, if you haven't had that lifestyle before the holiday season and you're trying to, Turn over a new leaf. I don't know that setting a New Year's resolution is going to be the way to go.
1: Right. And I think instead of maybe
0: looking at these as resolutions, I like to look at them as goals. Okay. So in my mind, that's the first big change we need to make. Instead of saying, oh, it's a New Year's resolution. Maybe instead we think of setting
1: goals. Setting goals. And if you read anything about trying to set goals, the best way to do that is to base them on your values. Right, And there are these life circle charts that you can use to help you look at different areas of your life and determine how well you think you're doing in each area. And then it really causes you to think deeper about, okay, oh gosh, and you rate yourself one to 10. How well am I doing in the area of my finances? How well am I doing in the area of my relationships of my health of my career and once you see kind of where if you honestly assess yourself then you can go oh gosh I'm only a four on this I really would like to be doing better in this area okay so what are some things I can think about doing to make changes to improve in that area in that
0: area of my life I think the first key is you got to be honest about it yes you have to be if you can get past that hump, then you are already way ahead of the game, in my opinion. I agree. Because that is something that's very difficult for us to do is assess ourselves critically with a critical eye. Mm-hmm. So that's the first key in setting goals. Right. And then I think to try
1: to understand the why. Why am I feeling I need to make a change. Isn't that always the case? Of course it is. The why is
0: always so important.
1: Right. Yes. So really thinking about and being again being honest about, okay, why am I am I doing this truly for me or am I doing this for somebody else? Mm -hmm. Or where is that reasoning
0: coming from? Yes. The why behind it. So good. That's good stuff right there. Yeah. Okay, so once you have assessed yourself, and I can't stress enough Nobody needs to know about this. No. You don't need to show this to anybody else. You can write all this stuff down, and then you can put it in your fireplace <laughs> later. Well, Or file 13,
1: the circular file. <laughs> no, but there are some thoughts, and I think we're going to talk about this a little bit later, some reasons why we might not achieve some of these goals mm-hmm. we set For some people, having an accountability partner is important. So for those people, they may want to share their list with someone, whether it's their partner,
0: a friend, a coach, whoever it might be. However, it's got to be a safe space. Yes. You have to select that accountability partner very carefully. Yes. And both of you have to have the agreement that it's not about judgment it has to be a safe space where both of you can come and you can show your soft underbelly without getting poked in the eye with a sharp stick. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And if you don't (laughs) feel you
1: can do that, then as you said, keep them to yourself. Mm -hmm. And then we'll talk about ways to stay on track and figure out how to stick to these goals that you set. Right. But we are going to kind of go over a way to set goals that to many of you is going to sound really familiar but it does seem to work it's used a lot in corporate environments and that's setting smart goals and there's a acronym for the steps involved in setting what should be a better way to help you achieve these goals right so we'll kind of go through what those are but as i said many of you may already know these if you've worked in a corporate environment because i had them memorized <laughs> right right so smart stands for specific measurable attainable realistic and time-bound goals all right so let's go through the list so specific You want to identify specifically the goal you're trying to
0: achieve. I I do think, though, it's important to point out that it's not just identifying the goal, but you're more likely to succeed in achieving that goal if you break it down into smaller steps. Correct. So absolutely. If you're just looking to say, I want to lose weight and you don't break it down into steps, then that's going to be a harder goal to achieve because you've got to make a little plan there.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. And don't expect like if you're going to cut out sugar or you're going to stop smoking or whatever it may be like, don't try to do it immediately and all at once. Give yourself time to gradually get to the point where you can do that. Otherwise it's going to be much harder for you to, make that change, that Mm -hmm. habit change. That's right. So be specific about the goal. Then give yourself measurements. Where do you want to be in a week? Where do you want to be in a month? Where do you want to be in two months? And maybe weekly is a good way to set it. Maybe monthly depends on the goal. I think you just have to look at it and then have some measurements around it on where you expect to be with whatever that goal is. And be kind
0: to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Absolutely. Be kind to yourself about it. You don't need to beat yourself up. You're not going to succeed if you're trying to stick to a rigid goal and beating yourself up if you don't make it. Right. Nobody's
1: perfect. If you have a lapse of some sort. If you fall off the sugar wagon. Yeah, don't beat yourself (laughs) up. If you have a cookie, it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay. The next is they should be attainable. So this again gets back to being honest. Mm-hmm. They should be attainable. They shouldn't be like some pie in the sky thing. They need to be something that is attainable by you because otherwise you're just going to feel defeated right, and depressed when you don't hit those marks that you've set up for yourself. Yep. Realistic, same thing. I mean, it's really goes hand in hand with the attainable. Just make sure they're realistic.
0: Right. I do think that there is something to be said for now. There are people who are not. They're unicorns, right? They're unicorns. There are people who are unicorns. There are people who are less than six feet tall in the NBA, but they're unicorns. That's true. I don't know if that's true or not. Actually, are there people who are less than six feet tall in the NBA? Okay, You would know more than me, (laughs) but you see what I'm saying. There are unicorns. There are possibilities, but you know inside of yourself if your goal is achievable or not, right? So I think that inner voice is what you need to listen to when you are setting a goal That is pretty high up there. Right. Right. So just be realistic, but don't shortchange yourself either. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, stretch. Stretch
1: yourself. That's a part of this. That's a part of changing. Right. So don't be afraid to do that
0: either. Because small wins are important. They are. They are important. They help you keep going Mm -hmm. when you achieve something small then that's a little psychological boost that helps you. Okay. I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep on. Right. And celebrate those. Yes. Celebrate those wins. Well, not with another cookie. Maybe (laughs) not with a cookie. (laughs) I know. Maybe you can have a cookie to celebrate. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, (laughs) And then time bound. That is a biggie too. Don't just Mm, put a goal out there and say, this is what I'm going to do. Again, the specific, the measurable time bound goes with that. So, Figure out how long you think it will take you to achieve the goal. And again, be realistic about that. But yeah, that'll keep you motivated, too, if you put timelines out for yourself.
0: Right. I think those are all excellent points. And I think that goes a lot to why New Year's resolutions tend to fail, because they're more traditional and aspirational, and they're less goal-oriented with a plan, I agree Focused Right So that's something That when we were doing The research for this Episode We kept coming across Mm -hmm. And actually found A couple of Good articles That talk about How to Bridge that gap Between Traditional Aspirational And actually having A plan based goal Right And I I
1: actually Would like to Point out a suggestion That a friend of mine Does Instead of doing New Year's resolutions or New Year's goals, even he has decided that he uses his birthday to make these goals and put them in place for himself, which I really love the idea of that because it makes it a lot more personal to you. You're not feeling like you're out there with everybody else hitting the gym if that's one of your goals at the beginning of the year, right? right? It's a different date and birthdays are always a reflective time for me. Especially when you get over a certain age, especially when you get over a certain age. And so I think that's a great time to sit down and think about your values and what's important and what areas of your
0: life you really, truly want to make change in. Which is where those life value graphics will come in handy. Exactly. But another thing about using your birthday is it takes the pressure off. Right. It really distinguishes your personal situation from the rest of the pack.
1: Unless your birthday is January 1st. That's right. <laughs>
0: That's right. Because it could happen. It does happen.
1: There are people. That New have Year's babies. New babies. Years I hope
0: you win a bunch of diapers if you have a New Year's <laughs> baby. Yeah.
1: Oh, my goodness. Well, do we want to talk a little bit about why these don't work sometimes and what you can maybe do to overcome those things
0: Mm -hmm. I do think that's a good idea let's spend a few minutes going through a couple of quick tips to help folks maybe transition from an aspiration or a traditional mindset into all right this 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 is a real goal that I want to set and plan for right
1: and I think a lot of it comes down to really and believe me, I'm not sitting here acting like I'm the poster child for <laughs> goals and resolutions by any means, because I, like everyone, try every year and don't always succeed. But a big part of it is being consistent and being dedicated that you really want to do these and achieve them.
0: Right. So I, I agree with that. I think you have to start there. You have to say, OK, this is a real change that I want to make and I want to do it in a sustainable way. Long lasting way. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So,
1: some of the reasons that we found in one of the articles that they cited, and they just kind of are common sense, but we're going to kind of walk through them briefly. The reasons that you may not achieve your goals, and first one is setting unrealistic resolutions. Well, part of the SMART goals is making them realistic. Mm-hmm. So, right. this makes sense, right? It's a big part of setting goals that are realistic so that you can achieve them.
0: Right. I do think you want to hit that sweet spot of a goal that's just far enough out of reach that it makes you feel psychologically empowered by achieving that goal. Correct. You don't want to sell yourself short. Yes. Right. So you don't want to say, for example, set a goal that's like, I'm going to get to the refrigerator five times in the next hour that kind of thing (laughs) you know you want to set something that's a little more of a stretch for you so you maybe develop a little more willpower or you get that psychological boost because that's going to help you keep going and set another goal that is even more of a reach and make sure you're doing this because it's something
1: you really want to do or right wh- or would like to do rather than thinking of it as something I should do because mm-hmm. that's never should is such a
0: mm. what who is it that says you have to stop shooting yeah. all over yourself. <laughs> right. Okay. What's the next one Joy? Okay. So the next one is accountability. Now we've talked about this briefly, but I do think that this is something that can really help you achieve your goals. And that is getting yourself an accountability partner, whether it's a coach or a mentor, someone who is willing to create a no judgment zone. Mm -hmm. Because again, a lot of these goals that we're gonna set involve things that are very, very personal and can be triggers or sensitive spots for us. So we wanna make sure that that person is bringing the right energy To the environment and they are willing to help push you to the extent that you're comfortable with.
1: They're going to elevate you, encourage you, urge you on, not discourage you. Correct. If you if for some reason you fall
0: off and. Sure. And they're not going to beat you up. Right. Right. And if there is a person who is bringing you down, you got to let them go Mm. (laughs) because that is not the time. To be dealing with that kind of negative vibe or negative energy when you're trying to achieve a goal that has thus far been a sore spot for you. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm Yeah.
1: Okay, so next up. Next is to make sure you're tracking your progress and reviewing. And this gets again back to the SMART goals. But if you're looking at how far you've come, maybe once a week, once every 10 days, once a month, whatever. You're going to be able to look at your progress and hopefully turn any issues that you've encountered, any obstacles into some opportunities for, okay, well, this didn't seem to be working very well. Maybe I need to switch it up if I'm going to hit my goal. Right. So reviewing where you are against your goal
0: on a regular basis is going to help. A goal journal could help with this. Mm -hmm. If it's a financial thing, that could be a budget spreadsheet. That could be... Food journal. Food journals. There right. are different things that you can use to kind of help you mm-hmm. keep track of where you're at and how you are progressing in your goal. And this can be something that's personal to you. You decide how you want to track it and how you want that system to work. Just as long as you are looking at it regularly and making sure that you are trying to push toward making progress. That's the idea. Right. Absolutely. All right, next one is planning. And this one is a critical one because a goal without a plan is just a wish. Haven't we heard that before many, many times? Yes. (laughs) You got to have a plan. You just do. And if you're going to try to achieve a goal without a plan, then you're going to flounder and it's going to turn into a situation where, well... You might see yourself starting over and over again to try to achieve that. So, if you can break your goal down into actionable steps, then you're gonna be more likely to succeed in achieving that goal. The idea of planning gives you the opportunity to break that goal down into achievable, bite sized steps, and small actions matter. Sure, they do. So, for example, if you're trying to be healthier, Then stopping the whole sugar thing, cold turkey, is not necessarily the smart thing to do, especially if that's been a regular part of your diet. Instead, if you can work on just making one small change a day Mm -hmm. and go from there, then you can begin to build on the success of that one small change. And that can be the extent of your plan. Right. Right. And then periodically you review it and you implement more changes and change the plan, the plan can be flexible. You just have to have one and you have to start. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, it could even be one change a week. Say, say you put sugar in your coffee first week, stop doing that. Right. That seems small, but it's going to get you towards your goal. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then each little things, you know, look at the sugar in, your, in any processed foods you might be eating. Maybe right. You need to cut out processed food of some sort that have a lot of sugar in them. Right. I think too, like eating healthy is a good example to use or an easy example to use because the other things like habits that you can put into place that are planning is plan your meals for the week on Sunday. Right. And then plan your grocery list and then you can go out and stick to your grocery list. Don't buy off your grocery list, stick to the meal plan you've put together and that's going to help you a lot. That planning will help.
0: I had a family member one time say, If you have a goal that you want to achieve, you can just start by doing one load of laundry a day, right? Mm -hmm. Get on top of that one load. Mm -hmm. And then as you see your laundry situation get under control, you can start to apply that same mentality to other areas of focus in your life and move forward. And that's also the guy make your bed every day. Mm -hmm. It's the same kind of thing. Of course. And the flexibility there is important. A plan should be flexible. Yes. Because otherwise you set it up to fail. Right. So, yeah.
1: Okay. The next step is to overcome self-doubt. Ooh, big one. That is a big one. Because so big. I think as soon as we might have uh, what we would consider a failure in our plan, it is easy to allow that self-doubt to set in. and sabotage the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So we really need to make sure that we don't allow that to work its way into our energy field and give it attention. Don't be sitting there saying, oh, I messed up again. Why can't I do this? Just say, you know what? I had a bad day. Tomorrow's a new day. I'm going to just start fresh and I'll do better.
0: Well, I think this is something we all could stand to practice regardless of whether we're trying to achieve a specific goal or not the fact of the matter is we are all going to fail at some point absolutely we're going to fail and so how you respond to that failure is more important than actually failing that's right
1: and it's about progress not perfection exactly right and that's what we have to
0: keep in mind so tomorrow is a new day Mm -hmm. you have only truly failed if you don't learn from the failure right Yes, that's what I think. Yes, absolutely. Because if I had a nickel for every time I failed to something, man, <laughs> holy cow. That would be a pretty impressive nest egg I'd be sitting on. <laughs> All right, and finally, let's talk about being unclear about our why. A majority of the people fail in their resolutions because they don't have their why under control. And I think this goes back to actually the honesty part of it. Mm-hmm. You've got to know what your primary motivator is. Mm -hmm. You got to be clear about your why. You got to be clear about your underlying motivation. Is your underlying motivation just that you need a reset after the holidays? Or is your underlying motivation maybe you need to get healthy for other reasons? You need to know what your why is. Because if you don't know what your why is, you are likely not going to be as successful in achieving that long-term goal. And that's true for a lot of areas in your life, not just for goal setting. It's true for starting a business. It's true for starting projects. It's true in parenting. It's Mm -hmm. true for a lot of reasons in a lot of areas of your life.
1: Right. And again, this goes back to values and understanding where you are in that area of your life, too. Mm -hmm. What, What are your values? What's most important to you? And those should be the whys behind of course. Any, any goal you're setting.
0: Because if you get to a point where maybe you fall off the sugar wagon or something like that, then you still have your why that you can grab onto and remind yourself hey, okay, I may have lapsed a little here, but it's probably not the end of the world. And I have to keep my eyes on the prize. I have to remember why I started this in the first place. If you can keep a hold of that vision or that mentality, that underlying reason for setting that goal, then you are going to be a whole lot more likely to succeed. Right. But you have to keep showing up and you have to keep holding on to that why. Very important. Yeah. So I guess
1: from my perspective in this article, I'm going to kind of paraphrase, but they said, have a vision of yourself already achieving that goal you've set. Be mindful about it. Take responsibility for it. Stay committed to it. Focus on it. Don't be too hard on yourself, but don't be too soft on yourself. Mm-hmm. And just imagine yourself achieving that goal. Know that it's going to happen. Mindset is half the battle when we're working on things like this, when we're working on th- ways to improve ourselves. Right. And um, if you can do all of that, you are much more likely to achieve that goal you've set for yourself.
0: I do think you're exactly right. It has to be a balance. Mm-hmm. It has to be, okay, okay. Here's the goal I'm trying to achieve and I'm going to keep my eyes focused on that goal and I'm going to be happy about the progress I've made, however big or small. Right. Not beat myself up when I have failed here and there and understand that tomorrow is another day. I have another opportunity to keep pushing toward that goal. And
1: enjoy the journey. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Because that's what it should be about. Right. It should be about having fun along the way. Right. I don't think that being too hard on yourself or being too self-critical or negative is the answer in this regard. I think it's a situation where you got to stay positive as best you possibly can. Right. Exactly. So, Susan, I think the long and short of it is you and I are not necessarily anti-resolution No, no. If that's something that you want to do, especially if you are doing it just to mark the change of a year and you are participating in a tradition for the fun of it Mm -hmm. to enjoy standing in that moment and saying, hey, this is a new year and I want to celebrate that and all that accompanies that all that comes with it. Then that's great. But. If you are thinking about making a long term lasting change, I don't think you need to wait till New Year's to do it. No, I think that's something you can do anytime. And really what it boils down to is if you are honest with yourself and there's something you want to change in your life or a goal you want to achieve, then don't wait for the new year. Right. You can just get started. Set that goal. And go forward from there. And it doesn't take anything other than the mindset and the willpower to do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So do you have any
1: final thoughts? I know I really don't have anything else to add. I would just say whether you call them resolutions, whether you call them goals, whether you do them on New Year's Day, whether you do them on your birthday, whenever it is, we're here cheering you on because anybody who's decided they want to make a positive change in their lives That's awesome. Yay for you. I mean, yeah, because it's not always easy, but it's always
0: worth it. I agree. Well, this will likely be the last podcast episode we post for the year. Yeah. So we want to thank everyone who
1: joined us this year, who listened in, who supported us, who passed our podcast along to friends Mm -hmm. and other people they knew Because we're really enjoying this and we want to keep going and we'd love to hear from you, hear suggestions for topics, even constructive criticism, what we could could do better. So we look forward to providing you with more fun and interesting topics after the new year. And again, thank
0: you and uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Holidays. And in the new year, you'll be hearing a lot more from us, hopefully. Yeah. (laughs) So thank you everyone for coming along on this journey and we will see you in 2023. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening
1: to this episode of girlish gurus. We hope you'll join us next time for a new interesting and fun topic. Be sure to check the description of this episode for any links or information about the episodes
0: topics and to find us on our social media platforms. And don't forget to download this episode give it a good review, and share it with your girlfriends. The more interaction we get, the more episodes we can post. Thanks, everyone. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye.